Hey there, listeners. Welcome to This Humana Life, a podcast for all Humana associates. We have amazing stories to tell and learning experiences to offer. We also believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insights into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. I'm Brittany LaMere. And this podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We're looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Join the conversation in our buzz group by visiting go forward slash THL. Also, make sure to text the acronym THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile Thursday morning. Hey, Humana fam. Thanks for joining This Humana Life for part two of our interview with Sherry Besh. So what's a story you don't get to tell often enough? So this is kind of like one of those random facts about me. Years ago, I, um, well, most of my life I was overweight. Um, I was, you know, if we look at BMI standards, which I know those have been heavily debated, but by BMI standards, I was overweight. And so um, on a whim, I signed up for Weight Watchers and I was very motivated. I lost 61 pounds. I've gained some of that back um, because I've, well, well, that's a whole other story. But through that, I signed up, you know, Weight Watchers kind of had this casting call to have people come and be in their um, promotions. And I thought, you know, what the heck? So I signed up for it. I had two rounds of Skype interviews and they picked me. And so in 2011, I was flown to New York City and basically got to be a model for a week. Like everything that you see on TV, like the stylists were bringing racks of clothes in. They were trying on all these different outfits on you, taking pictures, you know, to see what it looked like on the screen. And like all of the designer clothes that you can imagine, like everything like it was sex in the city type like that (laughs) those type of designers I was wearing them and it was it was truly incredible so you know I spent a week I had my hair done you know my makeup was professionally done um and at the the last day they filmed a commercial with us and as much as I love communicating I don't mind making a fool of myself or being on camera I feel like I totally just flopped because they did not use my commercial I wasn't the only one there were eight of us that they're all together and they used four of their commercials um they did use my picture in some of their print promotions though um but yeah but it was it was super cool and I got to meet all these different girls these eight there were seven of us seven other girls one of them was actually from Louisville we didn't know each other and we were sitting outside the hotel waiting for the car service to pick us up. And we found out that we lived maybe 10 minutes from each other. <laughs> and so we just really hit it off and formed this great friendship. So that's that's a story that I don't really get to tell a whole lot, but is like probably one of the coolest things I've ever done. It's really cool. Not to yeah. mention you were just taken away and all dressed up like a doll. And, it was amazing. And that sounds so like tons of fun. It totally was. Tons of fun. Uh, so y- you talk about running. Mm-hmm. When did you start running? So I keep thinking back when I had a, a chance to meet Catherine Switzer. Am I saying mm-hmm. her name correctly? Mm-hmm. Boston Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the Wellbeing Champion last year. Absolutely. And I posed a question to her is, because probably like you, I'm asked, how do you start running? You mm-hmm. know, how, what do you, how do you do that? You know, it just, 
And I typically, you know, so I wanted to ask Catherine. I thought, well, she's a professional, Mm -hmm. you know, but she had the same answer I did. Just get a pair of tennis shoes on and start a baby step at a time. I always tell people, go from this mailbox to the next mailbox or go from your your mailbox to the stop sign. Just keep going until you can add on, you know, day after day or or every other day, whatever that looks like. Mm So what do you tell people? And okay, when did you start running? Mm Mm-hmm. And then what do you tell people now that ask you that question? So I started, so I signed up for Weight Watchers the summer of 2010. And, you know, it, that was helping me getting my get my eating on track. But I didn't exercise at all. Like, I never did. I played t-ball. That's the only sport I ever played growing up. So, you know, I was like five. Um, so I needed to work on exercising. So I started, I live here in Louisville, and I would go to Cherokee Park, and I would walk one lap, which is 2.4 miles. So I do that about three days a week. And, you know, I would, I'm social, so I would invite friends to come with me. And I had a friend, he would join me every so often. And one day he said, we're going to walk two laps. And I thought, there's no way I can walk two laps. That's, I mean, if you, if you're familiar with Cherokee, there's a couple of really big hills there. And I was like, there's no way I can walk two laps. He's like, you're going to do it. So I did it. And so from that point, I would walk two laps every time I would go. And then after a few months, I thought, you know, I think I want to try to run and I looked up Couch to 5K. Which I'm doing that right now. Are actually. you really? Yeah. That's awesome. And week three. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Couch to 5K, it's a great way to start. And it's basically, you know, back back then there weren't apps for this. You know, I would um, print it out. Like I would put it on an index card and I would go on the treadmill and it'd be like, okay, run to one minute. And then at one minute, 30 seconds, you know, walk, you know, that's how I did it. But now there are apps to make it so much easier. A voice will come up and tell you like walk or run. Um, but so basically. Basically, the idea is that it takes you where you're doing intervals, um, where you're walking more than you're running, and then gradually it flips and you're running more than you're walking. And the goal is to get you to be able to run a 5K. And so that was how I got started. And I just kind of kept going. And so since then, I've lost track of how many races I've done. Um, I've, I've probably done six or seven half marathons. I've actually, I'm doing two more in September and October. And then I'm training for the New York City Marathon, which will be my third marathon. So, yeah, I just, you, it's so, it's, thank you. And it, it seems, I know it seems like, you know, so removed, like, how can I do that? But it really is just putting one foot in front of the other and the Couch to 5K app, or like Carmen said and Catherine Switzer said, running from mailbox to mailbox, you know, it's going to be hard. Like, that's one of my, my mantras whenever I'm running, you know, if it were easy, everyone would do it. You know, if running a marathon was easy, we'd all be doing it. It's tough. But for me, running is about pushing myself to do something I never thought I was capable of doing. I never thought I'd be able to run a marathon. And now I'm about to do my third one soon. So it's just the the feeling of pride when you're done is just incredible. It really is. We're always teased about the only thing you get is a uh, T-shirt. T-shirt and a medal. And a medal. (laughs) Medal if you're a half marathon marathoner. Mm -hmm. But uh, you don't usually get a medal on your 5Ks and so forth. But you sign up just to get a t-shirt yeah yeah but I mean it's and for me too it's become very social mm-hmm. um there's a women's running group I mentioned that I'm a member of and I have made so many good friends from that group and yeah we do run together but it's you know I put it out there in the group I needed to run 13 miles yesterday and so a couple weeks ago I put it out there hey if anybody wants to join me there were 20 women who showed up <laughs> like not all ran 13 miles some ran you know seven you know some maybe turn back a little bit early but like when we finished, there were probably 10 of us who had run 13 miles. 
Yeah, that's incredible. That just seems so out of reach. It's not. <laughs> it might now, but you stick with it. I, I, I am trying. I'm telling you, I like I took a class from the Y to learn. It was like learn how to run. Yeah. And I did it with one of my friends, and I actually really enjoyed it. But now, like, I live in Pennsylvania, so moved, you know, wow. away from that group. So I'm trying to get back in it. And here's going to be my plug for everybody to use Go 365 mm-hmm. because I would not have the Fitbit. I have the Fitbit Ionic, and it has the couch to 5k um integrated in it so it vibrates on my wrist when i'm very thankful i can start walking again um and i would not have this watch had it not been for humana and winning a jackpot so everybody i want a jackpot yeah keep (laughs) plugging away with those points and and good things happen so well and not to get stuck on running but just kind of while we're still on the topic you know you don't have to run straight through like you know we talked about how couch 5k is running walking i'm an interval runner so i found my sweet spot where i run two minutes walk 30 seconds and i have a garmin that will beep and tell me when it's time to walk and when it's time to run and for me like like you said you know running a marathon or running 10 miles 13 miles seems so removed like how is that even possible but for me breaking it down in intervals makes it so much more doable if i know i've got these short walk breaks already built in and running is a head game. That's what totally. That's it is. what everybody keeps telling me. And I'm so mental. No, it is definitely. I, I would agree with that. And um, so this is not not related to running, <laughs> but um, since you do bring so many great speakers in here to manage, do you have a favorite event or a favorite thing that you've gotten to do in your role? Yes. So last year. Um, I think it was, so I have a work wife. Her name's Ashley Albright. Hey, Ashley. Um, <laughs> she moved to Bend, Oregon last year. So we uh, were work wives from far, far apart now, but she still comes in. But Ashley had found this woman named Jenny Radcliffe. And Jenny had a podcast called um, The Human Factor. And so we reached out. She lives in England, but we were able to bring her in. And she was just so funny like she so she spoke about social engineering that's her area of expertise she was hilarious her presentation was just phenomenal you know usually you go to presentation and it's just a bunch of words on you know powerpoint hers were all images and she's just a very engaging funny storyteller and you know ashley and i've been listening to her podcast and so after the session she asked if we would be interested in recording an interview with her for her podcast and so we came up here to this room and recorded a podcast interview with her that she released it's episode 75 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just happen to remember that. Um, but yeah, so Jenny Radcliffe was incredible. We follow each other on Instagram and she'll comment on my posts and, you know, she likes things and it's just, it's, she's such a cool person. So that, get, having that experience of kind of being able to fangirl over her and then get to record a podcast with her was super cool. But you had another reason to network. Uh, just Absolutely. conversations and learning about what other people are doing and it opened up the door for this and you were able to share and give her and contribute to to what she does yeah absolutely yeah the power of networking i know it's painful sometimes to put yourself out there and you know kind of you feel so exposed especially if you ever have social anxiety but it's so worth it well and like sometimes you think of networking like in a like sitcom sense like you walk into a room and everybody's mm-hmm. standing around but lots of times it's just figuring out who to reach out to to answer a question get it or get an, a question answered or if you need information I mean that is all networking mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't know if people realize like it's it's just a, from a virtual standpoint 
just making connections. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I feel like that's where Buzz comes in handy. Absolutely. Like um, there was a woman who she was a big supporter of our Get Lunched and Seesaw. And, you know, on Buzz, she would always comment on things. And she messaged me one day and she said, hey, I'm actually going to be in Louisville in a couple of weeks. Um, and she lived, I think she was in New Jersey. And she's like, I would love to meet you in person just because we kind of had that online rapport because she was constantly attending and commenting on things. So that was really cool to get to, to talk with her for a little bit. You are listening to This Humana Life with co-hosts Tara DeLucia, Carmen Pantoja-Evans, Brittany Lemaire, and our special guest. Be sure to text THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile or share with us on Yammer at go slash THL. Now back to the podcast. Well, so you mentioned um, Jenny Radcliffe's podcast, and so I'm assuming you listen to a few others. Do you have a favorite podcast? Oh, gosh. Um, Or a few you're listening to? I'm addicted to so many. Like, I have so many podcasts I listen to, and I'm very OCD about listening to them in the order that they're released that I'm, like, over a year behind on them. Same. Okay, good. I'm so glad. I don't have that problem. Really? I have to go in order. There is no way. Nope. I'm like, this isn't interesting to me. We're going Mm -hmm. past it. We're going past it. It's hard for me to just not listen to one. That's why I I Mm. use the Overcast app, because it will play in chronological order for me, and I can also... Um, speed it up to two times. Like you oh, won't, nice. You won't notice yeah. the difference in speech, but you're actually getting more content cool. in because it helps sum up like the pauses and mm-hmm. things in there. Oh. So oh, that's neat. That's my favorite that. tech tip right there. Interesting. Overcast app. Well, so I do listen. I listen to Up First, which is NPR. I listen to that every morning. It's like quick 10 to 15 mm-hmm. minute news of the day. So that is the one that I listen to as soon as it comes out. Um, but other than that, my other podcasts I love. So I like True Crime. My favorite murder is probably my favorite. I don't know if anybody is familiar with that one, but I've seen them live twice. <laughs> if are those the folks that are just a little bit racy on? Yeah, like they're like they're funny, like they're comedians, comedians. but they're talking about true. It's two women, they're comedians, and they're talking about okay. true crime. That swear a lot. Yes, yes. Okay. Which you know, I know this is supposed to be work no. appropriate, uh, but no, I, mean, I would fit right in with well, them. It, same. <laughs> that, so, yeah, yeah. My favorite murder is one of my absolute favorites. Um, Gosh, I listen to so many. I'd have to pull it up and scroll through to see. But I love I love true crime. I like just interesting stories. So the moth is really good. I like that one too. Um, it's just it's regular people getting up, and there's usually a theme, and they'll get up and tell their stories live, and that's really cool too. Um, so f- this is a fun fact that happened last night. So <laughs> this is kind of a random story. My toilet wouldn't quit running in my room last <laughs> night at the hotel. So the the guy that comes up to che- check on it, all of a sudden, like, we start talking about podcasts and things. And he mentioned that there was a podcast called uh, The Pope's Long Con. I've heard of it. I've not listened it's to local, it. local, apparently, mm-hmm. and it has to do with things here in Louisville. Yeah. Um, my work wife li- was the one who told me about that one. I still haven't gotten to that one yet. But, yeah, that's... Oh. Long con. Con, yes. L O N G C O N. Yeah. Wow. So, fun, fun fact I, I am full of these random stories. So, <laughs> but, well, do you have like a favorite like tech tip or an IT term or something you'd like to debunk about? the technology field or industry you're asking the totally wrong person because i'm not technical at all like if you talk to the people on my team i will go to them with the most basic like an excel question like how do can i do this and they're like yeah and they do it in like two seconds so i'm like 
m- you know, my tech tip. Here you go, people. Restart. <laughs> Anytime you have an reboot. issue, yeah. reboot, whether it's your computer or your phone, that almost always, in my experience, fixes the issue. That is also the very first question any tech person is going to <laughs> ask you from having been the one taking those phone calls with very mad yep. people. Like I was once like, have you rebooted your computer? <laughs> Hashtag re- reboot. Yes. Yeah. My husband is, is a technical person and he's always like, did you reboot it? And I'm like, yes, I rebooted it. Mm, that's great. <laughs> that taught me well. Yeah. <laughs> Anything in here that you wanted to talk to? Obviously, Seesaw. But no, I mean, um, just, you know, I see on here three action items. So, like, I would just say, you know, everybody just kind of keep an eye out on what you're sending, what you're doing, how you're sending it. If you're sending outside of Humana, you know, you don't have to be a technical person because I'm certainly not. But just, you know, keep some things in mind. Like, obviously, don't write down your passwords. Use strong passwords. Um, You know, when it comes to social media, make sure that you keep things private and, you know, you're constantly updating your passwords, too. Like, (laughs) my husband laughs at me all the time. Speaking of, of tech tips, I cannot remember a password for the life of me. Like, he will hear me cussing and he'll come in. He's like, you don't remember a password, do you? I'm like, no. And so I have the hardest time with that. Get a password manager. Obviously not at Humana, you know, so we have password manager, which was formerly P-Sync. That does all that for us. So we don't have to remember our password, you know. Well, I mean, you do, but you, you know, it syncs everything. But in your personal life, get a password manager. Well, so does, is that what iPhone does? Yeah, what is that? yeah the keychain is what the iPhone is called. Okay, called okay, keychain. that helps me. Um, it, so a password manager, you basically you have one password to get into that password manager, and then it can create secure passwords for you, ooh, yeah. and it will store them. So then they're like the one I use and, you know, we we really hate to recommend products because it's 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 hard to recommend a product because then, you know, if I tell Carmen to use it and Carmen uses it and something bad happens, and something bad happens, you know, don't blame it on me. Um, But like the one that I use, there's a plugin that you that I have on my personal laptop so that when I go to my banking site or to. Yeah, I'm signing up for a race. A lot of races use runsignup.com, you know, whatever, you know, if I'm shopping at Amazon, it will, um, I just have to right click and it will fill in all of my information for me. It'll fill in my username and my password. And it has those strong passwords that it does create for you. And it'll even detect, you know, some of the older passwords that I created on my own before I had the password manager. It'll recognize, it'll say, hey, you're using that password for two different sites. You know, that's really not a secure practice. Let's update this. Oh, boy. So I, I there's think a, I've got some work to do. So, yes. And, uh, well, I'm giving away all my secrets today. <laughs> um, I, I use a, a naming nomenclature for my that's passwords. Smart. I have, like, a certain mysterious set of letters and numbers I use and then uh, like an identifier for what I'm logging into. That's smart. And hopefully I can remember what number I'm on. But I don't know. It's worked. It's worked so far. Knocking on wood. You need to come work for us. You've got the tips. (laughs) Well, lots lots of trying to figure it out as I go along things. And with with passwords resetting every 30 days uh, in the market point area I was in. Oh, man, that's rough. (laughs) Well, we want to thank you for being here this afternoon, spending this time with us and sharing some tips as well as your um, personal journey here at Humana and and, uh, your personal journey with well-being and and just just having this good conversation. So thank you, Sherry Besh. Yes, you for got being it. here. Yeah, thank you guys. This has been so much fun. You know, I'm such a big fan of the podcast and what you guys are doing. You know, both here with the podcast and with the WNRG. Like, it's it's so important for women to kind of find our own community. You know, not that there's anything wrong with you know our male colleagues and spending time with them, but there's just a sense of 
uh, I guess, safety that you kind of feel when you're with a group of women that you just feel more open to be yourself. And so I really appreciate that, that you guys have had me on here and appreciate everything that you're doing. Definitely. The, the NRGs are a safe space for to practice speaking or trying to hone your skills, because I know I would not be able to do do this without having that like kind of safety net of. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And that's it for this episode. You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting THL to 239-355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others.